0: Hello and welcome to Motor Cult Podcast episode (laughs) 75. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hi there. Hi. Hello there. (laughs) I'm still on
1: this. I think that we should... We should start uploading our videos to Pornhub. They have a safer work (laughs) section. It'd be great. I mean, we... Okay. I don't have a Pornhub account. Do you? No, I don't, but I can make one.
2: I just told the parents I babysit for the name of this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them not to listen to episode please, 75. Please don't listen.
0: Turn it off now. Go right. back while you can. Maybe we can it's just all, edit it's that part. It's all, I'm sorry. Could,
1: should, we, should we edit that out and restart? <laughs> we
0: are live streaming it on Twitch, so we can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I mean the par- <laughs> the YouTube version that the parents will watch. <laughs> um,
0: pretty lazy. So uh, okay. it's all uphill from here, I promise. All
1: right. So, sorry, honey. hope you don't get fired. (laughs) It'll be okay. If you get fired, I'll get you a job at the coffee shop, okay? (laughs) Okay, thanks.
0: Jumping right into things, uh, I want to start with America. Um, So, okay, since the Generation 3 Corvette, the C3, in the late 1970s, we've been seeing prototype mid-engine Corvettes.
1: Every single generation.
0: It's always like, it's coming next time. And it never does. Nope. And we've been seeing a lot of spy shots of now it's actually cars yeah. it seems like it's actually going to happen this time so what i want to ask you ryan yes me is <laughs> that's your name ryan even though i call you jew because i've been calling you that for ages yeah but literally for like 15 years i didn't yeah. learn your real name for several years after yeah no it's all but, right um do you think that that is going to be branded as a Corvette? If so, do you think it's going to uh, be branded alongside another Corvette that is still front mid? Yeah. And do you think they're going to try to integrate the Camaro branding into it at all? Or do you think it's going to jump ship to Cadillac and replace so like, the XLR? So this is,
1: this is the thing. The Camaro is going to stay the Camaro. Okay. Um, that is no question. I have in that. Uh, okay. Now, as far as the Corvette thing, there's... I think that they're going to brand it alongside a front-engine Corvette. And they're going to go into the sideways. So you think they're going to have two two Corvettes. Corvettes? Now, this is my question. And I'm going to have a third thing, which I think would be really cool if they could do. Um, I think that they're going to do the two Corvettes. They're going to figure out which one sells better than... Whichever one sells better will be what the next generation after this one is. Okay.
0: So, where well, are we at? Oh, or Yeah, c- we're at C7. So, this will be so a C8.
1: The, the C9 will be decided if it's front front or mid. So, if the mid engine this.
0: flagship one sells way better than the yeah. front mid, do you think they're going to ditch the front mid design? I then? think so. Okay.
1: Now, this is what I think would be really cool if they took the mid engine Corvette and they branded it as a different model. So, historically, when the Corvette first came out, um Oldsmobile made a variant as well called the F88 which was a concept car. Okay. The F88 was super well received. Okay. Everybody thought it was the coolest thing ever because it was a rocket 88. It was a V8 Corvette. This is still when the Corvette was in line 6. Okay. So 53. Um, then they said all of them have to be dismantled and destroyed. They saved one from being destroyed where they dismantled it, they gave it to EL Cord. Oh, interesting! From Cord yeah. Auburn yeah. Duesenberg, mm-hmm. Um as a way for El Cord, Hit that bell. yeah, as a way for El Cord to restart Cord, which like oh. he totally could have. But the thing is, El Cord is actually a really interesting guy. He's kind of just like over it, and, like he didn't. We care. should have him on the podcast. He's dead. Yeah, um, no, that's why I said. But that. <laughs> we we can seance on him. Uh, <laughs> and, I'll break out the Ouija board No, You don't even need a Ouija board. Let's get Blake's dad. It'll be great. Um... <laughs> So, they just have those <laughs> so, um, no, you yeah, what I think that they could do with the mid engine Corvette is I'm, they could, God, I, I, this is never going to happen, but I think it'd be really cool if they brought back, if they brought back as an Oldsmobile, a special Oldsmobile only product, yeah, never gonna happen, F 88 that you would buy at a, a, a Chevy dealership. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my only reasoning for why that could ever potentially happen ever would be. If they were like super leery of how it would sell, so right? Be... They
0: don't want to tarnish their brand with this thing.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it'd be kind of like you know selling a Tomaso through a, through a Mercury dealership. Ford Lincoln Mercury, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, now, what I think is more realistic as an alternative branding is if they did it as a as a, as a Cadillac. I
0: think I think I used to think that this was more likely than I think now, but when I first started seeing actual spy shots of the mid-engine vet, like with the camo starting to drop yeah. and progression, I'm like, because I was thinking the same thing. I'm mean, like, they, they've got so much cachet with that front mid oh. rear wheel drive Corvette name that they've had in that formula since the beginning of time, basically. And they ditched the XLR. Yeah. Uh, and Cadillac is arguably the flagship of GM. They, need a, they don't have a halo. They don't. No. And, and this, would be this a great could healer. be. So judging so, by the render, that doesn't look like a Cadillac. No, not at all.
1: Um, now, this is the other thing that I could do with that. Once the mid-engine Corvette becomes the Corvette, because the thing is the GM is nothing can be faster than the Corvette. That's always going to be the best GM product that you can get. Right. I think if the mid-engine does come out, maybe we'll see the front-engine Corvette continue
0: on as a Cadillac. I bet I bet not, just because of the formula and the drivetrain.
1: Well, I think my logic is is that Cadillac, I understand the mid-engine will be better. Well, the mid-engine will be better. I think that would carry on this is the Chevrolet, because that's the better one. Um, I'm not talking the C8. I'm talking C9, the next, the generation after this. Oh, okay. After, okay. If they
0: If they really spoiled Then them. I could see that. Yeah. I
1: think that they'll, they would continue on maybe the front-engine Corvette as a Cadillac. They wouldn't call it XLR, because that name's kind of mm, tarnished. tarnished yeah.
0: um, Let's put a North Star on a C6. I think it would
1: be – there's two things they could do with it. They could call it an Alante again which is a tarnished name, but, like, it would be a cool name to bring back.
0: Or a Cimarron.
1: Why not? No, because Elante was already a sports car. Quasi. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <they laughs> that's a it? funny <laughs> joke. Yeah. Well, Quasi. It was their GT. Remember was, that 4,100-powered
0: supposed... Elante? Yeah. Ooh, 195 horsepower. They marketed it as that. They, that's how they marketed the it. The North Star one was a little quicker. Actually, a that, lot they quicker. They all sucked. But, but I think
1: if they could either use one of their defunct names or I really want them to bring back the F88 name. I really want that I, to happen. That's
0: a fabulous name for a mid-engine supercar. But yeah. they're no, not no, bringing I, back I, no, I,
1: no, I don't think that. But I think if they took the, like the, a front, the, front engi- no, the front engine rear-wheel drive Corvette carry on as a Cadillac, a Cadillac F88 would be really cool.
0: I think what's more likely, because I don't want to spoil my story from later, but I don't think it's going to be a Cadillac anymore. So I think if they do anything, they're going to make this mid-engine Corvette Another separate brand within Chevy, like make Corvette a brand, kind of like how Dodge did with Ram. I mean, it kind of is, yeah.
1: You could do that,
0: and I think there's going to be a new Halo, and I think it's going to be whatever they call this thing. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be sold as a Corvette. I just don't. I
1: just, I just think that Cadillacs in desperate need of a Halo car. They are. I think that it would be but, a smart marketing decision. Again,
0: i I got something coming later in this episode okay. where I think it'll kind of explain where. I think GM is planning to head with Cadillac, and they will be Halo vehicles there. Hopefully, that'd be really good. Cause yeah, I mean they they need it. They I mean, really do. they're doing pretty well, but like well, the Escalades getting stale, and that's their main seller.
1: And well, and that's the thing is that Cadillac is GM's luxury division. Mm-hmm. For a luxury division, you have to have you have to have a Halo.
0: Like, Lexa, and right now, it's a Escalade ESV.
1: And it's not that great. Nope. I mean, it's a cool truck. Don't get me wrong, but it's like that's not a Halo. That's, no, that's that's like the. Audi's Halo being a Q seven like. Ugh. Yeah. A Q seven, cool truck, but not a not a Halo by any means. Especially if you got the V the V twelve diesel that came in it. That is super cool. Which is not the V ten that came in the Torig. Nope, It's not it a was, pump deuce, so it's a common rail. No, it, it was it was a home legation engine for, for for Le Mans.
0: It was really cool. But anyway seven, um, oh, That was <laughs> such a weird vehicle. Yes, it was. I remember the Top Gear on that. Like, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fun, though. Yeah.
1: But anyway, so...
0: Yeah. So, I'll be yeah, curious. I'm, but... I'm
1: curious how that's going to go. I, I really want him to, you know, continue the front-engine Corvette on as a Cadillac kind of like Halo car. Oh. You know, m- maybe, like, the architecture of it, not necessarily the exact car. Yeah. But, like, something like what was historically... A Corvette, be a Cadillac, and maybe they could make it all-wheel
0: drive with the electric,
1: with the hybrid drivetrain. Maybe I they just, could make it like compete with like,
0: you know, Ferraris and stuff. I don't think the existing front-engine layout is going away from the Corvette naming. Whether or not the that's mid-engine fair. gets that's added fair. to that naming, I don't know.
1: Well, I think whichever one loses out, right? I think, would In the go to C9, Cadillac. maybe. Yeah, I think if, if I it's think,
0: unanimously well deserved. Yeah, yeah if,
1: if whichever whichever but, I mean, one
0: loses out, that's yeah. probably. I forget how long they run the cycles on these, but I think that's probably six it, or seven years away at this point.
1: Well, it depends. Uh, it kind of depends on the cycles, because yeah, sometimes it's six or seven years, sometimes it's a C three that just will not die. Why <laughs> did the worst Corvette get built the longest? It, that's the thing. Is it started out as the best Corvette? No.
0: Yeah. No. No. Like a, a pre, uh, it started a off pre- with the smaller bumpers and the biggest block.
1: Yeah. No. The the a pre, garbage the, car. No. The the pre um, emissions Corvette was the best american car that you could get in like 1970
0: period yeah which still terrible
1: well yeah for the like era, the 1966
0: though. like the first year big block no, c3 for, for
1: the era yeah that's what i mean is like we have to we have to talk about for the era because no if we're going to talk about the best car in the i don't lo- want to talk about
0: corvettes anymore
1: okay anyway <laughs> uh if all i'm gonna say is if you're gonna talk about the best car in the world like it has to be relative speaking because like the best car in the world well, we're going now. So Okay, well, I guess we're going to restart from the best car in the, <laughs> the world. The best part. car in
0: the world. Anyway. We be- had major technical difficulties, yeah, so. so we're back.
1: All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> Any, time time. The, the best car in the world is, you know, it's relative to the year it was made. So, like, in 1965, the best car you could get was, like, a 65 Shelby.
0: Yeah. Or, like... You know, it, or one of those jaguar sedans from the 50s yeah, with yeah, disc brakes exactly. the brakes yeah, and independent aluminum suspension. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and those are
1: those are great. And or I guess like if you want something that's like indisputably the best car in the world, it would be like a type 35 Bugatti If you're going like that I, far back. I in don't time. like pre-war. I know you don't. <laughs> okay. But that's how like that bell to make you laugh. Um, anyway, so thank you Nick for bringing us the pre-war bell. So uh, <laughs> with, with that um, I want to talk about this Jay Leno article that he wrote for Haggerty this week. Jay Leno writes? Yeah, he does. He's actually a really good writer. He's a little bit better than Wayne Carini. Sorry, Wayne. Um,
0: (laughs) I also (laughs) didn't know Wayne wrote, so there you go. (laughs) Wayne Carini writes. Uh, Okay. Both of these things are news to me. When when
1: I say Jay Leno is a better writer than Wayne Carini, both of them are better than I am.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, it's like that, I mean,
1: that's I, I'm actually like that's my thing. That shouldn't be surprising
0: to anyone. Well, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, just they have been in the business a lot longer.
1: Not yeah, and they're very very interesting people too. Whereas I'm and not. They probably a, I'm employ just editors about, too. I'm, well, yeah, I do too, but I'm like writing about interesting things from a normal person perspective.
0: Um, the boxiest, most linear designs of the 1980s <laughs> in Japan. <trying laughs> <about it. laughs> Tell okay. me more. You can't see it.
1: <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> no. Um, what were you saying about the Pornhub uploads? <laughs> I know, right? I'm <laughs> gonna uh, go jump into the train.
2: Like can the train come back.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it'll be another one. Are you a try- of oh, hours. oh shoot, what did we watch for movie on uh, Thursday? Where there were so many suicide attempts. <laughs> I know. I'll just
1: add two of the. <laughs> Any,
0: anyway, so...
1: Oh, Jesus. In Jay Leno's article he wrote for Hagerty, um, he said... He, his question was, should replica cars be allowed in the same circles as the real deal? Circles as in... Like collector clubs, car shows, etc. Oh, interesting. Um, now, his, he's not talking about, like, the... Mercedes Gazettes with like the Porsche engines, right? not the Porsche. The, right, the, the, the Volkswagen engines. He's probably them.
0: talking faithful reproductions more. Yeah, than like, like a Perceing Bugatti replica. or like a Back Five Fifty. Smack that bell. You said Perceing Bugatti. Well, that was made today. it's a faithful replica of a car that was made in a garbage era of time.
1: So, are we gonna talk about every? It's a pre-war variant, war car. Are we gonna talk about every variant of the Lotus Seven that way? Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, so now Jay Leno's reasoning is is that these replica cars, you know, you get the same effect. Yeah. As Just you would from the real thing. And the other thing is, is like if you crash a, you know, $300,000 per San Bugatti, it's a lot of money, but it's a hell of a lot less money than a real Type 35. That's What's like four five, yeah. six million dollars, depending on the one you get.
0: They didn't um, make many of those, did they? They made a ton, but they, oh, were, really? all, they were all crashed. <laughs> <laughs> People hooned them too much. Yeah,
1: exactly. It was like the original unicorn. At least um, they enjoyed them. Yes, they did. They died happy, um, being the drivers, I imagine.
0: Of course, so. <laughs> they had no seatbelts. The, uh, the, the question is vague, as they say.
1: But so Jay Leno, he brings up kind of what the issue with pre-war cars is. The people, there are a lot. The people, namely, oh, the people that have their Duesenberg, whatever is their their Duesenberg Model J base model,
0: you know, with factory. Why are you not hitting the bell?
1: Um. The, the base model, Duesenberg Model J, with factory body, body work on it, you know, it's a really, really cool Duesenberg. It's a really cool car. But it's one of those things where it's like they don't drive
0: them anywhere. They just sit in their house collecting dust because they're afraid to drive them. Well, yeah, I mean, that that doesn't necessarily stem even from, like, the pre-war million-dollar cars. I mean, there's people that own rare editions of, like, modern Mustangs and don't drive things them.
1: things like that are like the Shelbys. There's right, so right. There's so many... Like your, the car downstairs where
0: it's the, right. the 289 with a the wide body. A really, really, really well done it's replica, a, but still a replica. Yeah.
1: And so something like that, like that's the sort of Shelby you get to drive. Right. And actually, you know, Jay Leno puts in, he's got a really good point where it's like, yeah, it's not the real thing, but like who really cares, you know? Like, w- would you really be that mad seeing a Persang Bugatti versus a real one? Like,
0: <laughs> when you said uh, Jay Leno said, "I swear," you sounded a little bit like his pentameter when he talks. Anyway, <laughs> I just you I, I know. hope
1: for Jay Leno's pentameter. <laughs> uh, but just thought you should know that. Thank you. I'm I'm very happy about that. Um, oh but, look, Cobra's on that list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where he said like. By the way, uh, if you're looking at the stream, is this on Twitch to the pictures? Yes. Okay. So that's a Persang Bugatti Type 35. It is utterly identical in every Thank way. You, Thank you, Jan. It's utterly identical in every way, like all the way down to the size of the bolts that hold the uh, three-piece wheels together. Those wheels are pretty. Yeah, they're gorgeous wheels. It's also the first alloy wheel. Um, So the first alloy wheel is actually eight spokes, and I you know that. Um, but yeah, it's one of the things where you know, he actually brings up a good point. I, I think, uh, Berger, how do you feel about that? About, like, replicas, like... I would it, let them in. Yeah, I would, totally. Because, like, the thing is, no, dudes are going down in value because nobody cares about anymore. Because nobody's allowed into the club. Like, it's so yep. exclusive, nobody wants to be But, in I that. mean, there's
0: even, like, Corvette clubs out there that don't want, like, other make... Other models of the same make in their yeah. event. So, I mean, well, I, I, I think, get it.
1: Well, even with Corvette clubs, like, if you have... You know a sixty a C three Corvette. You yeah. Put, like
0: a seventy eight.
1: And you put the LAD. I think the the L LA, the LAD eight
0: was like the, the the big engine, right? No, that was the three fifty with the All smog. Right.
1: Well, it, the the big engine one. If you put the big engine into, like a small engine Corvette or something that's yeah. like not you know really that special like. Nobody cares that the car originally came with whatever car raider set up. Right. Like,
0: that car is worth nothing and will never be worth anything.
1: Yeah, it's well, the thing is, being too exclusive, like, that causes you to n- begin to lose value. Right. It begins to stall I, out who's allowed in your car. I think so,
0: too, because, yeah, nobody sees them, so nobody's interested in them, so nobody, you know, knows about yeah. them. So. And so that kind of goes with, like, if you saw that per Persang Bugatti at a car show, you'd be like, holy hell. Yeah, you'd get interested in pre-war cars like that. Like, well, like I wouldn't, that. but a lot of people would. Most people would, because yeah.
1: that's a really, really kick-ass car. Like it's, there's nothing to complain about. It's, it, it's if You drove Camp. that
0: in the rain? It would be so unpleasant.
1: No, yeah, but I mean, same thing
0: with a you know TVR, whatever. Like, no, because that has fenders and a roof on it. That's true.
1: <laughs> uh, I,
0: one of the... You know, modern amenities.
1: There's this... I forgot, but Matt Farrell always tells a story about this uh, rich dude in Dubai who drives one of those with all of his other buddies that have, like... That's cool if he... McLaren SLRs and stuff, and mm-hmm. he's just, like... in his per se Bugatti keeping up. and like, Everybody's like driving it like half tilt and he's just going full tilt like kicking the ass out and everything like, that's my kind of car i love that car that's great like,
0: i, I, I get appreciate a replica the people Duesenberg
2: so i can recreate the scene in yeah actually be where uh, as, daisy runs over mis- her husband's mistress so
0: oh, um, wow, i like that scene actually yeah. but i don't like the pre war car in the
1: in the leonardo dicaprio version that was a Actual V eight replica of a Duesenberg because they couldn't get a real one. It's the exact same thing. You wouldn't know because it's a flawless replica until you open the hood and you see a small black Chevy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the you only
0: know, a reliable, more efficient engine.
1: Yeah, but what well, the thing is, I think with with Duesenberg, um... sorry, me click the bell again. There you go. There have been a couple. Yeah, yeah. there's been a few. But um, with Duesenberg, we want to save the bell. Yeah, do to wear that the bell. wear that bell. The bell. Yeah, that bell's already like having troubles. Like, <laughs> but um, no, with with Duesenberg, like it's a really cool engine design, and nobody makes anything like that. Like, where can you get a dual cam straight eight? With a downdraft carburetor and crossflow cylinder head,
0: you would literally have to, make. or any sort of carburetor, you'd it, have to make one from yeah, modern like components. It d- yeah, like you'd have to like get two inline fours, make a custom crank, make a custom block, and then weld cylinder heads together. Yeah, make cams. You could do it. You could. I think. I think somebody actually did that. Like that'd be. It's such a cool engine design where it's like. Take two General Motors Atlas 2.9 liter four cylinders and do it. Yeah, because then would have a, a huge displacement. It was a 7.1 liter. It was, yeah, was, it'd be was pretty the, close. Was a Duesenberg? Yeah, and so you'd be racking the money for that. You'd have to like upgrade the timing set quite a bit because the Atlas has a single row chain, which is notoriously pretty weak.
1: You could do. But, I think the Duesenberg
0: actually used bevel. Uh I thought it was gear drive, but maybe it was bevel drive.
1: Is was, was either gear or bevel? It, it was, was one. A, of the it two. was
0: basically a direct drive cam yeah. set. I know that. So
1: yeah, you could. You could realistically, you know, make something like that. And you know what that needs? Hmm. A rot type supercharger hanging out of the front? That would be very cool. Yep. They didn't do that on the... I know. But they did that on the... Bentleys. Bentleys and the Duesenbergs and Why the Why do cords. I know this? I don't... Ugh. <laughs> I hate it. Pre-war stuff. It starts.
2: Do you need a lobotomy?
1: But no. Yeah, no, I just... <laughs> I'll I, be I think, fine. I think that replica cars are okay. And another thing I want to equate to, because this is kind of most Discussions are be lost to like most of our listeners because most of our listeners drive normal cars. I do mean, they? yeah, most of them do. Uh, okay. I well, I hope not. So, well, I mean, just based off statistics of the population of the Earth, most of them would. Let's say you have a Honda Civic, right? Okay. Now you have your Honda Civic. It's not a real SIR, but you've converted it to 100% SIR spec. Okay. Like that should totally be allowed in with the other SIRs. Cause it's like, or like my car sport yeah, evolution. Exactly. Like you should totally be able to allow that car into the same like, show. The people that know are going to know
0: immediately. Yeah. It's but like,
1: who cares? The thing is, is that car's going to get people there. That's another car. Like you're not gonna if you're going to make this club exclusively mm-hmm. about wh- like only a handful of people are allowed in. Yeah. Like nobody's going to care. Like, yeah, you have a point. And that's the thing is like, with a modern car like a civic sir is a great example because i know that there are people in the Honda community that are that level of douchey like if it's there's people in every community though but if it's not like a real sir like it's not allowed in the club that's just awful it's just dude it's like whatever (laughs) who even cares like no don't put him on the same level
0: but like let him in you can segregate him absolutely yeah let him into your show
1: yeah like like the guy with the sir like if he's not allowed in he's gonna get rid of that car he's gonna get something else where he's actually
0: allowed in you know, if it's... Well, car shows, I think, are kind of on their way out culturally, so we'll see. Well,
1: it's not just shows. It's clubs and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's it's just,
0: just it's the whole community. People are tired of it because there's too many. It's it's too much work. Yeah. And being into cars shouldn't be as much work as it is today. Yeah. No, it really is a lot. And it's one of those things
1: where it's like the level of, you know, like just trying to compete with like stuff. It's just like people are just so elitist. I think that's what the, the, the tone of the article was. Is yeah. It, and I mean... The elitism, there, there's a level of elitism you should have. No, there, there's a level of elitism you should have. I I'm, have, I have some. Yeah, no, I do too. But it's like, it. I don't know. It's elitism is kind of like alcohol. A uh, little, I
0: do like it. Mm. A little
1: bit's good, because a little bit makes things better.
0: Sure does. But
1: too much makes you go into a, and True. that's not good. So, True. And that's the thing. I think that's the that's where we should go with that. Is elitism is like alcohol. A little bit makes. The is car that community as a whole better.
0: A mid-episode bombshell? It is a
1: mid-episode bombshell.
0: Wow, I'm proud Elitism of you. Elitism
1: is, like is like alcohol. <laughs> a little bit makes your car community better. Too much makes nobody care.
2: <laughs> Turns you into
1: asshole. There should be a DA at Duesenberg's Anonymous. <laughs> club.
0: I bet you if you go to the Hawk Vintage and you go find the pre-war guys in the pits, they're going to be fucking p- plastered.
1: Oh, they will be because you have to be drunk to hoon around a mm. Type 35. Oh,
0: absolutely because the um best be- the frontal lobe. I mean, you got to deactivate a lot yeah. of that to go balls to the wall in a pre-war car. Well, you know,
1: best case scenario, if you get into an accident, best case scenario, you kill yourself. Worst case scenario, you destroy a priceless car and are out millions of dollars
0: and kill a bunch of people in the stands. Yes, so that's yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway um it's like driving with an alcohol blindfold <laughs>
2: <laughs> what which people are doing by the way is that a thing not challenge? an alcohol no.
0: blindfold but have you actually heard of this before yes yeah, so bird box challenge
2: the bird box challenge so there's this movie on netflix where i, I haven't seen it i haven't but either from but i've from all heard memes, of bird box.
1: yeah it's a movie May-may's? like
2: there they have there's this demon that if you look at it or whatever um it you die and, um, but yeah, so, like, people are actually trying to do that in the real world, and there's been a few car accidents. I was gonna
0: say, I, I picked a story, as I always do, just right before we start the podcast, babe, basically, but I had seen this midweek, and it was a, a story of a head-on collision mm-hmm. because the person was, according to the police report, driving with a blindfold yep. on. And that was called the Bird Box Challenge. Yep. So I don't, I haven't seen the Bird Box thing, but I know for sure that it involves something in that movie or series of the eyes being covered yeah. by a band of something. So I'm just like, how how much can society devolve before it ceases to exist? I
1: honestly think this is worse than the Tide Pod Challenge. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say it because the Tide Pod Challenge just... It, just it, it endangers yourself. yourself. This is you're endangering the general That's public. That's
0: true. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. I mean you're yeah, Tide Pod Challenge, you're costing the public a little bit more just with medical stuff, but uh, Yeah Who, this who a... thinks this is a good
1: idea? Uh stupid teenagers that um Do they just want to be edgy? Yes. Stupid oh vaping teenagers. That's true. Yeah, that sounds really So, kosher. I mean, uh,
0: this isn't necessarily a big story or anything, but I did want to talk about it just because...
1: And this uh, video is 100% not loading up.
0: Uh, it's because I'm running an ad blocker and it was still trying to guilt trip me into... No,
1: I don't, I don't care that much. I'm you know, let, let me
0: Google... Yeah, bird box challenge bird box crash. Challenge. Let's find another publication that doesn't care. Oh, oh look, CNN. They probably don't have an ad block issue. There you go. Boom. So, also, this what, is the car that got hit. It was an HRV.
1: Which is basically a small CRV, and everybody knows that CRV owners are out CV. to kill everybody.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we really it's didn't lose anything. Particularly me. It was, uh, I think it was hit by a Chevy GMT 350 truck. Yeah, or no, is that a Dodge? That's a Chevy. It's that's a, that's a Chevy. It's uh, got Dodge wheels on it, but yeah, I think that is a Chevy truck.
1: That's a 90s Chevy truck. Yeah. Anyway,
0: so, uh, don't do that, I yeah, think.
1: I don't know why, why we have to say
0: that. It's yeah, seventeen-year-old kid. That's why. I hope quit, they get learned. Quit being edgy.
1: Do you remember when the worst thing that happened was street racing, where people just go out to a completely unpopulated part of town in, in the, the middle, middle of, of the, the night, night when there's yeah, nobody there? There's nobody there, and they would then close off the road and have people stand on the sidewalk away from where the cars are. Sure, do remember and that. Then drag race their cars up to maybe sixty miles an hour to see who's the fastest. Yep. Yeah. I do remember that. Remember when wow, that was? Those the big were pretty problem. edgy days. Yeah, that was. I'm okay with that. <gasps> this is why when people say is street racing a problem? No, street racing is not a problem because that dumbass is doing the birdwatch challenge. Yes,
0: there is occasionally an issue with street racing somewhere, but it do is you, so much less.
1: Do you know how many people have died from street racing in the last ten years?
0: In the the U S. in Minnesota? the United States, zero.
1: It has been the same number of people have direct... It's almost number for number, the same number of people have died from escalators. <laughs> <laughs> that I would
0: did, be a great way to introduce legislation.
1: I, I actually, I wrote...
0: I had to write, escalators are a menace to society. I, no, they're I, not? Well, neither is street racing, then, because I, they cause the same amount of deaths. I had to write a paper back in college about...
1: Uh, I would it was, honestly it was, love it to read this paper. paper. I'll, I'll, think, I'll try and find it. I think it's in my Google Drive <laughs> somewhere. But... No, the end of it is, like, yeah, no, nobody dies from street racing. It's not really a problem. Like, this is entirely a manufactured problem. It is.
0: It's, like... It's just, like, the need for a wall on our southern border. Ew! Yeah,
1: exactly. Ayo! A manufactured problem. Um, but, no,
0: it's, like... Yeah, no. I'm alienating you, I'm going
1: to say a number here. And it might not be accurate, but it's something, like, I think, like, 350 people or something, like, in the last decade have died. That sounds about right. And, like, most of them were in one event or something. Like, More people die less.
0: at, like, HPDEs. By a huge amount. I
1: think they actually, like, included,
0: like, car events, too. Like, I'm going to have to look that up. It is... It's so hard to die in a car. It's not very hard to die outside of a car. But yeah. you get the point. It's it's completely ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I'm just looking up how many people have died by escalators in the United States. Because... I
0: mean it's sorry kind of sorry
2: like how you're more prone to dying from coconuts than
0: airplanes Thir- Yeah, 30, 30 it's people It's always fun to equate it to like something else that causes deaths 30, 30, Thirty people it per was year. Thirty, yeah, that's what it was. I, I it, want to see the news stories from the people that died on the escalators more than I want to see the street racing ones. I know, right?
1: But it's like it's the, it's roughly the same amount. It's huh. like street racing's not a problem.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> uh, just don't do your stupid ghost ride the whip bird box weeb challenges. So
1: when I say street racing, this is just drag racing alone. But like for the death numbers, that also includes
0: highway racing and stuff. I oh, like roll racing, which is yeah. probably way more dangerous because speeds racing, are way higher. Or
1: like. What they do in Atlanta, which is point-to-point, like, almost Conjo-style racing through that traffic. That sounds pretty sketchy. Th- I don't like that.
0: That's where most of the people have died. Around people and areas where there is a speed differential around people of that kind of level. Not cool with that.
1: Yeah. But, I mean,
0: that's that's where most people have died is yeah. from that. And it's still, like, 30 people. Like, the times when I do triple digits on public roadways, which, of course, would never happen. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's when it's when when other nobody countries. Nobody there. Yeah nobody it's like five in the morning on a three or four lane road and the visibility is perfect yeah exactly so that's when you do that you don't do it around people in traffic you don't drive on the shoulder you don't blindfold yourself yeah and you, you sure just... as hell don't do it on a donuts spare in your w body yes
2: yeah, so yeah. last sunday i was on my way to uptown to pick up my brand new art deco vanity and we we're picking right it's up. pretty skookum yeah
0: i like Art deco a lot so
2: yeah so like uh my sister was in the car with me and she doesn't we don't. Whenever we drive together, she's usually driving, cause she's kind of. She just prefers to be in charge of the car, which
1: so is. So she's fine. like a man. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of a control freak. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> but like it makes sense. I I don't have the best vision, so it's it's fine. It makes sense. But I was like. Well, you actually, made it to
0: Waffle House just fine.
2: I know, and it's just more like, I don't know. Anywho, um, we were driving up Highway One Hundred, which has a fifty-five per mile, like, yeah, 55 speed, speed limit. I
0: thought it was 60.
2: Nope, it's 55. Really? Yeah, it's 55.
0: Oh, that's 169 I'm thinking of now. Yeah, All right, right, right. 169's great.
2: Um, and of course, y- you both went to school in Edina, so you know how terrible the cops are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always told myself, if I ever get pulled over there, I'd be like, it says speed limit 100. <laughs> and i point to it's the 100 white, white highway sign. sign. Yeah. Um, I never got pulled over.
2: But like, also, the Edina police station is right off of Highway 100. I do slow down by that, yeah. Right so, by like, Wilson Road and 50th. You don't want to... Um, why are you touching my boob? I, I, <laughs> sure
1: was I wasn't sure if that was a hole or if it was a stain.
0: Um, <laughs> he's just trying to upload it to Pornhub, it, and he's yeah, trying I to know. make so, a um, hole. But it's yeah, a stain, so, by the way, if you're wondering. There's, it was there's not, not a stain
2: of the design please stop touching i know it's part
1: of the design it's a weird design (laughs) Uh,
0: okay
2: so i'm on highway 100 and i'm driving with my sister where am i and (laughs) all of a sudden in edina two people merge onto the highway one has a stupid silver corvette and the other is in i don't even think it's an evo i think it's just a lancer and they're trying to be like so we
1: Like, a base model Corvette versus, like, a whatever, like, Mitsubishi, like, like a Lancer (laughs) Rallyard or something. Yeah, like,
2: one step below an (laughs) Evo, and they're starting to get, like, a little ballsy, and I look over at my sister, and I'm like, "All right, they're gonna race, like, let's get the fuck out of their way, like, I can see what they're doing. They're gonna do a 35 roll, which is fucking stupid. Also,
1: below the minimum speed limit on Highway 100, another stupid thing. Forty rolls are not. Forty olds are technically legal.
0: Um, well, if you if you ever drive up to fifty five, yeah. Uh,
1: well, if you're on a seventy mile an hour road, you should have you should have that race taken care of by seventy five miles an hour. Yeah. If you don't, your car needs to be faster.
2: Anywho, so like I see that they're gearing <laughs> up for this, and so like I stay back, and they told her I was like, as soon as I can, I'm gonna get in front of them, and we'll put my hazards on because they're being fucking dicks. And so I finally cut off the... got to
0: do the rice or flyby with your hazards on. Yeah, so
2: in my Toyota Sienna... In your Sienna. <laughs> I, you know, go appropriate about 60, 65, so appropriate amount on Highway 100, mm-hmm. cut off this Corvette and put my hazards on, and I just look in my rear-view mirror, and I just see him slow down and go into the fast lane because he knows he's been caught by a Toyota Sienna
0: that's hilarious i really like dusting people in unorthodox vehicles oh yeah it it's
1: super great. fun It's and a lot of fun like i said earlier siennas are just fantastic like they're capable of it um
2: but they were very surprised i knew that yeah speaking goodness. of <laughs> speaking
1: of siennas and speaking of gm um, yes. have you, i i need to just stop for a second i need to i need to complain here which i normally do um no what the fuck is wrong with the Chevy Real People ads? I haven't seen these. It's been all over the stories, but oh I haven't clicked on Oh, my God!
0: Um, anyway, what they've been doing is... <laughs> you tell people about the Chevy ads. I'm going to go pee again. Well,
1: they, they use these J.D. Power awards, which <laughs> are just garbage. Um, if you don't know what J.D. Power is, Good. they're basically an ad company, kind of like Consumer Reports. Um, so the difference in jd power and the difference in consumer reports is jd power sells the ads or it sells the data to manufacturers whereas consumer reports uh is nonprofit entirely and consumer reports will actually they do not want their data used in advertisements whereas jd power does uh, consumer reports actually has sent cease and desist letters to companies for using their data in ads Whereas J.D. Power is like, oh, we'll make up an award for you, like a best initial quality, which is m- best quality within 90 days. Like, has the user had any issue within 90 days? So, like, has the user been able to figure out how to use the stupid multimedia? Or has the user, like, had the engine fall out of the car within 90 days? That's what initial quality is. It's basically like it's worthless like a worthless award. Um, so the newest GM, or Chevy, real people add, they're taking... Um, they're taking aim at Toyota and Honda, and
0: they're saying
1: it's more reliable. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So, all right, there's a lot of lot of stuff to cover here. First off, more reliable in initial quality, Uh which means that people have been able to figure out how stuff works within ninety days which is fine because GM mm. has, a, has one individual button for everything because their cars are made for old people.
0: I get into our GMC Atari network, and I still can't figure out how to like, change the onboard computer thing in the cluster. And oh. then I figured out it's in the center stack, and unlabeled up-down buttons. I know. I get on the Fiat, I hit the thing on the end of the stock, which is what it is in every logical car. Yeah, it works no, fine.
1: So, yeah, that's, that's what they're doing is they're saying initial quality. Um, so there's that. Then there's this other thing where... Have you ever really looked on the side of the road that the cars are actually broken down on the side of the road? And how many of them are Toyotas versus GMs?
0: Yeah, I've been to Florida before.
1: Yeah, it's like all GMs. Like, yep. Toyota has a much more sizable marketplace.
0: I saw a Camry, same thing with like Honda. a third-gen Camry on the side of the road one time. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like a 97... I must have run out of gas. Yeah,
1: 97 Camry,
0: 25 years later. Like... <laughs> It's just like, so you've never had any maintenance or anything, but the, yeah, the, it's out of gas now. Yeah. It's
1: like, it. anyway, it's just, it, it's a totally bullshit claim. Uh, and it that's, is. that's my first script. Now, my final thing is with ads for cars, it is bad form to use your ad to slander your competition. Yep. Like yeah, in a political attack ad it still is, but somehow works cuz politics is Well, just it's weird. more
0: acceptable with a political ad somehow even though it shouldn't be. But it's the same I, thing. Whenever I see a political ad, I don't want to I think that the person is dumber if it's an attack ad yeah. of any sort or the but, company in this case. So this is
1: basically a political attack ad because they've got nothing to claim over Toyota or mm-hmm. Honda and this is actually what's hilarious this is totally backfired on them because everybody's saying they have nothing to claim that's why they're just making fun of them and using a bullshit JD Power award right um,
0: which and, I mean I can't remember the relationship between GM and JD but I think like one is owned by the other no
1: no they're, they JD Power sends
0: GM spends a lot of money with
1: JD Power so ah. JD Power makes awards that basically just well, form go. fit GM um,
0: best vehicle named Equinox in 2019
1: yeah like so like, Mazda was was J.D. Power's first uh, customer when the R100 came out. It turns out the R100 was like wildly unpopular, or not wildly unpopular. It was super popular. It was wildly unreliable. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. And so J.D. Power made an award that made things seem better for the R100 after this. After they gave him like a worst in class. No wonder that one.
0: award has no clout.
1: Exactly. Um. But th- this is the thing. It's like. I'm, I'm salty about J.D. Power. I'm salty about... These real people ads need to fucking go. We are now Pornhub ready because i use used too many F-bombs. Um, <laughs> but I'm just... I'm actually really mad about this. Are you ass mad or regular mad? Well, since we're being Pornhub,
0: I'm now ass mad. Um, <laughs> but, like, no, I'm just like... We're still on other venues. It's mainly the iTunes one. I guess, yeah. About.
1: But anyway, uh, no, it's just like I'm actually like really mad about it because they're not claiming anything. They are just saying... False statement.
0: It's Oh, so like, they're a Trump manufacturer Basically, now.
1: yeah, because like, this is the sort of stuff that causes people to say foreign cars are more complicated, which whenever I hear that, I immediately discredit, like the second I hear them say foreign cars, I say, well, no, German cars are more complicated.
0: Not even necessarily. Not even necessarily, yeah. When I hear people say that kind of thing, I'm, this is the one beauty of technology in your life, you can really effectively get people completely out of your life. Yeah. Really easily with a few well, button clicks. This is more
1: like, customer, this is more like customers at work. Cause I, get, I get, I like,
0: I can do that too.
1: I get like the car flipper that just randomly bought an Audi Q7 hoping to make a buck because the car's got clout in northwest Minneapolis and they're hoping to make it out and they find out, oh shit, this car is $100,000 and it was new and sells $100,000 maintenance. So it's like that. But no, these claims are just patently false because... Hondas and Toyotas are both, every, everybody knows Hondas and Toyotas are more reliable than GM.
0: Yeah, but it's obvious. It's obvious. I mean, even to the, the end consumer user or whatever that buys these things knows that. How, how, like If you look at the roads, look at how many Toyota Camrys you see
1: versus Chevy Luminas and the condition of said car. Because mm-hmm. the Chevy Lumina is always, if you do see one, is going to be in the worst condition possible. Like it's gonna be barely roadworthy. You see a nineteen eighty nine Toyota Camry ten years older than the Illumina, and it's still gonna be in better condition because Illumina is just well, at such least
0: mechanical condition. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I, that's what I mean. It's I mean steel is steel. Rust, yeah, but I mean, still, it's just one of those things where it's like the car is gonna be more reliable. Like that's just a fucking fact.
0: Yeah. Look at, look at the three point four liter GM V six, and yeah. then look at the three VZFE.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: What's, how, how many of those junkyard vehicles these days are because of the engine in each one?
1: Well, this 0% is, 3VZ. How, how about
0: this? How
1: many 3800 automatic cars are in junkyards versus automatic, even inline four Camrys? Mm-hmm. Even like a worse engine. Yep. Like, or if you want a big engine Camry, like per capita speaking, the transmissions suck in 3800 front wheel drive Platforms. Oh yeah, the 4265 E. Yeah, and what's that what's the terrible? It's a four L sixty? Is it really terrible? Uh four L sixty. What what's a really terrible um transmission that always in the W bodies? No, no, in the in the big trucks.
0: Yeah, that's the four L sixty. That's yep. the four L sixty e. It's based on the same architecture as the four T sixty five e and the W bodies. Yeah,
1: so it's it's one of those things where it's just like it's a garbage transmission design. So that's going to put even more of those vehicles mm-hmm. in the junkyard. It's like yeah, it's a great engine, it's a great chassis, it's a great well, everything.
0: The thirty eight hundred is a reliable engine. which yeah. I mean no, it is. We really can't. Dispute the thirty eight hundred I actually like as an engine. Like that's yeah, I don't, but it's reliable. It's a,
1: that's a cool reliable engine. It's can, not cool. It's just reliable. <laughs> Okay, whatever. It's just a reliable
0: engine. That's all it is. I'm fine with the 3800 okay. as an engine. Fine. I'll say that. But the transmission, it's connected. Transmission's to, it's a garbage. Dumpster fire. There's,
1: there's, yeah. And whereas but,
0: the Toyota, it's a great engine, and the transmission is just as good.
1: Yeah. Or even like if you go with a Honda, the only reason I don't tell people to buy only Hondas is because it will be stolen.
0: Well, and the five-speed autos and Hondas are trash.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, and that's to be fair. You know, that Honda's not without fault. Cause right. The
0: Odyssey but still, is, with that five-speed, as bad as it is, way better than a 4L60 or a 4L260. Well, yeah. So,
1: yeah, with the Honda Odyssey transmission failures, most of those are happening over 150,000 miles, 200,000 miles. Like, yep. The worst Honda transmission is an average General Motors transmission. Yeah. If, if Let's talk about the actual ability to keep the car running. Oil pan in a 3800 requires a subframe removal. Yep. Or at least loosening it and getting it partially out of the way to squeak it out.
0: You not know, in a Toyota. I've done a even, Toyota pan.
1: Even in a Honda. Do you know how hard it is? You take just take the pan off. You take the pan off. The pan even has the exhaust in the way. You can still slide it sideways. Oh, you see can the still Toyota you can't.
0: See a Toyota got to drop the exhaust.
1: But still, it's like it's not that big of a deal. Right. Like, it As opposed to having to remove a entire subframe. Yeah. Like it's just th- this I is agree. such a such I a agree. ridiculous ad. Anyway.
0: Yeah. That's probably enough of that. So, okay. Let's talk about Cadillac. We talked about Cadillac earlier. We've also
1: used up enough F-bombs for like three episodes (laughs) because I was
0: just yelling and screaming. That's fine. So uh, we were talking earlier about the Corvette and how I I don't think anymore that the mid-engine one is going to go to the Cadillac brand. Yes. And that's mainly based on this news that came out this week, which is saying that Cadillac is going to be taking over all of the electrification flagship duties of General Motors. Oh. So. They're going to make a Tesla. Yeah. They're going to make Something that will compete with and fight Tesla Jaguar. I'm rooting for Tesla, so hard. Me too. I I just I, I don't want a Cadillac. No, and this I, is actually making me less excited about electric cars. And you all know that I like electric vehicles.
1: Well, I want Tesla to win because historically GM also has been like
0: the dick bag company of, and they have the real people. See what I yeah. did there? Haha.
1: <laughs> all I'm saying is, if you look at it like the um. Uh, hawker hurricane or the, the hudson whatever the hudson? no the hawker yeah it's a hawker hurricane that sounds old the the rear engine super like futuristic car from the 1950s
0: no idea you,
1: was it the hawker hurricane i don't know I didn't, I didn't google a do... hawker hurricane i don't want to risk mind. the
0: obs dying i gotta figure i think it's because i overclocked this thing i'm gonna reduce it to stock clocks and see if we get better results out of it no, next let me week me double check
1: Oh, fuck no hacker hurricane was a british car the the tucker torpedo that's what I was there you of. go thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> at the both of the words started with the same letter <laughs> yeah Hawker <laughs> hurricane tucker torpedo yeah Yeah. no
1: the the like they're the ones that killed the tucker torpedoes those giant companies and i just want to see independent car manufacturers are super cool yeah i want to see independent car manufacturer in the united states again like in that's exactly what Tesla is, and i'm okay with that, and
0: they've got the infrastructure for it,
1: yeah, and I'm entirely okay with that i want i just I want them to eat, just i want them to be a challenge for the American car manufacturers, yep, so you stop deal is because if you have an independent car manufacturer that's nipping at your heels, it's going to be like a Mazda for Toyota, like, yeah, I mean if Mazda came with
0: news like this, it'd be like, oh that's awesome
1: but i'm i mean more like I say Mazda's more like the the Tesla to Toyota, where whereas, whereas like, Mazda to Toyota is what Tesla is to Cadillac. That's what I'm trying to say. There we go. They're an independent company that is actual competition. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> wow. That was Sorry. a tough thing that to relate, but I guess really, you did do it. Yeah, okay. I did. But it's But you, you need those independent little guys to make the competition better.
0: You do. And I mean, Tesla has, if they've done nothing else for the landscape, it is force everyone else to yeah. do better.
1: And that's what Tesla's with their doing. their electric vehicles. That's exactly
0: what Tesla's doing. And I'll let you get to your next story here, but I've got a little follow-up with what Tesla's up to.
1: Well, actually, I, I need a jam for my next story, and she just went to the bathroom.
0: Oh, well, then I guess you guys can do two in a row, and I, I, I I'll cover you. my I, next story.
1: I, I need you for the next story.
0: It's it's fine. B- because we're going to so be talking about your stuff. How all Tesla's right. making the car companies better. Yeah. Um, they silently, after they took the $2,000 price cut on all of their models also got rid of the base model model s and model x on their configurator so they no longer offer the 75 kilowatt hour battery pack at all oh good so i think what that means is the 90 is probably going to become the base model where this was and the 90 in its current position is going to become like 130 kilowatt hours and the 100 is probably going to be like 150 kilowatt hours. okay so battery upgrades are imminent on the model s and model x Model 3, I don't think we're going to see an upgrade just yet because they use different types of cells. Um, The Model S and Model X are still using the 18650 form factor lithium cells, and the Model 3 uses the 2700. So, I mean, this is great news, especially if they don't plan to up the pricing that they just cut, which I assume they will So
1: basically, they're cutting prices and making the cars better.
0: Yeah, they're making them slightly less expensive and they're adding probably like 15 or 20 percent overall to the range for the same amount of money. That's a great thing, it that's, is. Plus, it's going to make the first year model S is cheaper, and I am all about it. Very that. true, <clears throat> yeah. So, I still don't know if I'm going to end up in an S or a three, but it's going to be whatever is cheapest.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. So, I, it, you know, it's yeah, it's one of those things Are going back to like, these independent companies, mm-hmm. you know that's what made Mercedes so amazing Yeah, is Mercedes had these independent companies in Europe that were, you know, just historically at their heels mm-hmm. and they had to
0: be better. Like, yeah. Mercedes I mean, that was the case with everyone, even like BMW. I'm mean, like, they were on their deathbed before the E30 came out. Cause like everyone else was doing it better than the E21. Exactly. And yeah. then the E30 is like, Oh, well,
1: that's the thing. Like the, the German car companies that we like, like vaunt so, well, that yeah. we love so much, that those ones have historically not been doing very well until
0: very recently. Well, I mean, they've, they've had eras where they yeah. haven't been doing well, but yeah. like that, it, it's, it's an excellent motivator historically, yeah. and not even just a, in cars, it's everything. Have,
1: yeah, because if you have a small manufacturer that's nebbing at the heels of luxury brands, mm-hmm. Tesla, people that aren't doing, you know, the same quality of work, Jaguar, um, that
0: same Mercedes is doing. I, I want to equate this to like AMD and NVIDIA right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Almost, but I'm not going to because they're no, not car related. It,
1: but I mean, it's, it, it's one of those things. It goes across different brands. It you does.
0: Know? Nike was really
1: awesome until
0: other brands came around and well nike was awesome until they rested on their laurels and people could do better and that's then what they i mean did. And that's exactly what a i mean huge hit and took a long time to build back up exactly they right. usually do but it's almost like a market cycle yeah that's it's, it's incredible i think you're right but anyway anyway now that jana's back i, I want to talk about have you seen the new
1: mugen rc20 gt body kit for the civic type r
0: nope does it make it better oh quite the opposite Look it up. Is this like a rin speed kit for a Porsche? Oh, uh, it's like a Koenig... What do I click on here? This was your um, link. oh
1: no, that that's later. Don't worry about that. Just Google Mugen R C twenty GT.
0: Oh yikes. Yeah. That it, that it looks was... like a rin speed. Yeah. Oh
1: god, that's bad. Like you know what the you want know the oh. Oh, <laughs> Jesus.
2: Get thing
1: away. So The last thing the Civic Type R needed was to be more busy.
0: Oh, dude! Oh, god! Ah. So bad! And the wheels are terrible too. Oh, (laughs) Oh. the
1: Honda bottom looks disgusting.
0: Why did they pull a 2003 Honda Element and make the bumpers black plastic? Oh, I
1: think they're showing off like the the parts Uh that you get individually. I don't think so. I think that's a style thing. It's excruciating to look at. It is truly. Oh, God! Okay, I'm
0: closing this. I can't. I, I can't. Go home ah. now.
1: <laughs> it's really bad. Okay. Woo! Yes. Oh. Meanwhile, uh. Oh God. To I, I needed that to juxtapose how awesome this other body kit looks. Liberty Walk, who is. Oh God! In- it's still on the screen. Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah, I ah. thought this
2: was my topic.
1: I, we're getting to it now. Liberty Walk, who historically makes. Like, giant body kits for, like, Ferraris and stuff that look ridiculous. Oh, like, I think
0: I know where this is going. I they, saw a Liberty Walk announcement for a uh, yes, Suzuki Jimny.
1: they made the Suzuki Jimny. And Jana, I want you to tell us what you think about it. It is two of your favorite cars put together. It
2: is! It's a Jimny and a G-Wig it had a baby!
1: It is so cute. It is called the G-Mini Works.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: It is way too cute.
2: So I've definitely seen the new Suzuki because it's a new Suzuki Jimny. Of course I've seen it. And then Corey messaged me. He's like, I was at work, but he's like, you need to look at the Liberty Walk. And of course my phone died three times. So then finally, the other day, I looked it up and I was like, I'm just seeing mini g wagons, And Ryan's like, that's what it is. And I was like, yay. They're
1: really cute. It's $3,000 and makes a car infinitely cuter.
0: It's like, pretty rad. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's super cool.
1: Um, if you go back to that page,
0: Liberty Walk makes a bunch of kids. Did we do a motorcoat car of the year in 2018? I think we did. Um... Whatever what it was, that? we should replace it with the uh, Suzuki It's Jimny. Jimny. Yes. It's to be the Jimny. There you go. Yeah,
1: that, that's gonna be. It. Well, we ended up not doing that because we're, we're changing names and everything. I don't want. I'm fine. I don't
0: 2018, f- our car podcast of the year, Suzuki yeah, Jimny. There we go.
1: Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Better
0: the Modi, the <laughs> Modi, the Modi award.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, if you go back to the first page about Suzuki, that before you clicked on this, um, you'll see like fine. all the other cool Suzuki's. The w- what's the bubbery? Click on the bubbery. They've
0: got two bubberies. They got. They a have a bubber- bunch of bubberies. Oh my goodness! Oh, look at this carry. Yeah, the, oh, car- the carry. Yeah. The carry.
1: The carry's is great. I oh, love- yeah. it's a carry with a bubbery. <laughs> I love their names. The carry and the bubbery. The carry, the bubbery, the Jimmy. Oh, These this are sweet carry. I would totally say Suzuki should mm-hmm. import their cars with their names as they are to America.
0: They should just pre-install Liberty Walk kits on them too.
1: They should sell them as an the optional extra from the factory. Uh, Obs crashed. Oh, for...
0: <laughs> Wait, no, it... Yeah, it did. It had, it had the error code. It did, but it's still going. Woo. Let me just make sure... I've got the stream open on my MacBook. Let me make sure we're still going. Okay. Nope, it definitely did crash. Wow. It crashed without telling us.
1: Anyway, well, we'll go back to that. Oh, okay. is really dumb. But, um, yeah, so Suzuki's really, really cute.
0: I am so perturbed by this issue we're having with OBS. (laughs) I'm just shocked. It's it's like totally like... I use it all the time. Uh, No, I don't want to copy the crash log. Why don't you just put the OBS uh, desktop link right where you can easily get it? Because I shouldn't have to.
1: No, you shouldn't have to, but you do.
0: I, I know, but this just means I have to fix the problem. It's like having an Alfa Romeo and say... Okay, and now the web window is like way off center. <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right, start. Start. Sorry about that, Twitch streamers. OBS so anyway, is awful. Yes, the Jimny, the carry, and the Bubbery should all have <laughs> optional dealer-installed yeah, Liberty Walk Liberty kits. Liberty Walk
1: kits. They look great. Like, that looks perfect on that front end. Let me make sure this one's working. Okay, good. All right, cool. Um,
0: God.
1: But so this also leads me to say the
0: Jimny really should come to America. Like th- that car – Just bring the Toyota X thing and the Jimny and we'll be fine.
1: Well, I think if I had like unlimited money, I would t- – or if I just had like won the lottery, the first thing I would do is become Suzuki's American distributor again. But it's one of those things where it's like if you took the Jimny, which is like a really great car that everybody in America obviously wants – not everybody, but like a lot of car enthusiasts obviously want, and you price that along the realm of like where Mirage is, like just bottom barrel price, mm-hmm. and you gave us like like for the base model you made the nice ones like more expensive, and then you offer say like the Liberty Walk
0: kit from the factory. Uh, that would sell that better than the Wrangler, probably, that would the Wrangler sell, sells really well. That would sell
1: really well. The only
0: issue is I don't think they should try to consider that right now because gas is, like, for regular, it's less than $2 a gallon right now. Well, so no, s- small cars are not selling well.
1: Well, that's the thing. is It's not necessarily a fuel economy vehicle. It's an
0: off-road vehicle. But, I mean, but it is you could, as an alternative. Yeah, yeah these, it's true. Yeah.
1: But you could buy that as a second car. And the idea, you could buy it with a second car and it won't take it much of a footprint in your, in your driveway.
0: You're right, but I think they need to wait until you No, the I agree,
1: again. and I think if Janna could get a chimney for the price of a Mirage, oh, she would what? totally do that. Like that has Janna written all mm-hmm. over it. Like, like, well, like, aren't archaeologists anthropologists would be all about that car?
2: Well, an archaeologist is an
1: anthropologist. Well, I mean, I had to, to specify that for people that are anthropologists yeah. but not archaeologists. Yes. So there's that, but I mean. <laughs> It's
0: anybody that... Oh, needs... that sure killed the mood. Yeah, no, right? Thanks, We're not, not even getting accepted to Pornhub anymore. Yeah.
1: Gee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, no. honey.
2: Anthropologists are carrying All around
1: skeletons and Well, I thought
0: archaeologists unearthed crap, and anthropologists were the study of culture.
2: Uh, yeah. Anthropology is the umbrella for primatology, linguistics, and archaeology, and a bunch of other stuff.
0: Really? Yeah. I thought it was, like, the other way around. I thought... No. Oh, my God. My brain hurts. No, I know. I'm sorry. She, I went to school
2: know. originally to be a cultural anthropologist, and then archaeology sucked me in. So,
0: Section eight. Yeah. Yes. Oh.
1: But yeah. So I think it'd just be really, you know, anybody that like needs something that can go off road, but they don't want to have to have like a giant truck. It's oh,
0: perfect. Yeah,
2: so that's like exactly what I need for my GPR.
1: And yeah. It'll actually yeah, it'll fit your ground penetrating radar. Or you or you could get an
0: City ancient vehicle with a pre-installed Liberty Walkish body kit. Yes. and a tiny scooter which we could go around dig sites on. <gasps> Actually, that's another great car for you is a really Honda good City. car
2: is a Honda City with a Moto Compo. So if, if you would like to donate one to me, my if you name have, is and my social security number. LA. <laughs> Please <laughs> so wire
0: five thousand dollars in good faith money. Yes.
1: <laughs> so if you are uh, if you've lived, lived under a a rock forever, like you don't know what. I- like Iraq, I- yeah,
0: yeah, I- Iraq. Hmm. Um, see what I did there? Iraq know, is how yes, Bush said Iraq. I see that. Okay, yeah.
1: If you don't know what a Honda City is, it was a little bit smaller than a Honda Civic. Still is. they still make them today, actually. You can buy them in Mexico. Um, and you can get parts for them from AutoZone, which nice. is kind of cool. Um, it had a, what the equivalent of what a D-series engine would be, as all four cylinders, like a one-liter engine. So it wasn't quite a K-car. People call them K-cars, but they're not. They're just very small. Um,
2: small with an O? Yes,
1: S-M-O-L. Small small well, um, brother but they have uh they had a variant that was called the honda city turbo this is which a turbo was a even. yes it was a racing homologation model because they actually raced these in super tycoon uh that would japanese, be an
0: adorable race it, it, japanese
1: so touring cute. car racing is super cute i highly recommend watching they it i should race jimneys um they might they have i'm sure there's a Jimny <laughs> racing series um and there's a fiat 500
0: one makers. i know that's actually a rad series if that was up here i would build one
1: yeah totally for but, sure but uh, anyway so they made the turbo 2 which was the M- the mule for what eventually was the mugen rr bulldog wide body <sighs> kit which is what the hot wheels arr, arr, um arr, yeah arr. <laughs> exactly which is what the hot wheels honda city is um but with the honda city you could get the optional moto compo moped hmm, that but,
0: was actually a factory option that was a yep.
1: factory option and go in the trunk and the reason is is parking in Tokyo is garbage, so you get a moped that you can actually carry by hand. It's
0: like my M5 with the bird scooter. Yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah, it, <laughs> you did the Euro version but of that. You
2: can go to a dealership and request this. Back yeah, you
1: in you could. Yeah, you could go to the dealership, and if you got like a totally specked out Honda City, you could get the moto combo moped for the trunk. Um, I like that. And yeah, it was designed so you could
0: actually. You could this lo- is so much better than the Honda Vac and the Odyssey. Yeah, I know, right. Mm-hmm. Just so. Honda,
2: we don't want the vacuum. We want a motorcycle.
0: Yeah, but
1: yes, um, you could actually carry it up the stairs and bring it into your office with you. That's awesome. Yeah, like it was is heavy, but it's like reasonable to carry. It weighed about as much as a TV. The yeah, motor that thing
0: looks like it weighs like sixty pounds, and that's about what it was. It's like I think it's like fifty,
1: but it weighed as much. It, it sucked to carry, but it's like if you, you could do it, you could. And what's also nice. Is there's a handle on the back and it's got a wheel, so you can carry like a one wheel luggage thing, like a wheelbarrow,
0: or like a suitcase.
1: Or you what know, you could do is be a normal person and just chain it up to a bike post.
0: Or you could do that. Yeah, but so it I'm is probably going to It was made so
1: like though. if you if you couldn't chain it up to a bike post, that you could actually carry it to your office. That that was the, the design of it. But anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's very rare to find them together. Most people sold the motocampo separately from the city. Uh, so, very rarely are they together with a Moto compo. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this is the original one that comes with this car. Um, those are, especially, Brian, um, the, not Brian. Top Rank Junior's Brian? It. No, no. no? Uh, uh, Brian Thompson, the car designer, guy designed the NV 1500. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. that guy. We were talking about him off air. But, they uh, were. But he has a Honda City with the original Moto combo that went Jeez. with it. Um Anyway, this one's for sale. This is, like, a perfect example because it's, like, it's got the, the one of the more desirable colors of a Moto compo It's a really, really gorgeous City Turbo 2. Uh, and it has Racing, um, uh, racing Heart uh, Star Speed. Star, racing Heart? I can't remember the name of those. They're Turbo Fans. Like the Turbo Fan wheels. Yeah, yeah. the Turbo Fan Racing Hearts on it, um, which is
0: a really good deal. So Five days left 80s. is already worth $13,500. It's cool. I would never pay that for that.
1: Holy crap. There's a lot of appreciation for that car. Because when that car first came to America, you could get that for like eight grand.
0: Yep. For oh, it. yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember cities were cheap.
1: That's more than they went for
0: new. Maybe the Beats will come up in show you someday.
1: I think I think um, adjusted for inflation, that's how much those cars were worth new.
0: Probably. Like,
1: yeah. They're about a $13,000 car. Because they... Fully spec out Honda City was You mean not adjusted for inflation in that case. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh well, yeah, well however much the equivalent price would be yeah, it's if that car dollar was dollar for dollar. Yeah, dollar for dollar. Not adjusted. Like if no, it would be adjusted for no, inflation.
0: Because adjusted would be two different dollar amounts. And you're saying same dollar amount years apart. Well
1: No, d- no, two different dollar amounts. Like it you would have the car would be worth hundred percent what
0: the car is worth for MSRP, is what I'm saying. So these were like seven thousand dollars new? No. Th- uh, Will they be
1: the equivalent of 13? If this was sold today, brand new at a dealership it would be a $13,000 car.
0: That's what I'm saying. But it wouldn't be.
1: Well, no, it, it, that's what it was meant to be. It's supposed to be like, I guess it's a little shy of that. Probably but. not
0: a turbo too. You could probably yeah. get a Honda City brand new for 13. Yeah. No, th-
1: this car, you, yeah, I guess a Honda City basically. It, it's, it's hard to make Yeah, a it's super close. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah, it, it, those cars, they were about the same price point as a Mirage. Right, that's okay. that's where they were. That's so, right. um, and that's about where this one is as well. I mean, if you account for incidents, well, right now it's still
0: five days left on it, but. so
1: it'll be worth as much. It'll be worth. MSRP.
0: Right. Yeah, oh, inflation-adjusted yes. MSRP. Uh, by so the end of the right. auction yeah. close, absolutely. That's what I'm trying to get at, yeah. That was a safe uh, place to put money if you bought a Honda City Turbo 2 with a motor Campo. Yeah, Compo yeah
1: that you would have 100% of your value there.
0: It'd be so fun it, to have that knowledge going into life. Like, I could just buy something brand new and, like, yeah. take out an 80-month loan in earnest and oh not my God. worry about it.
1: Totally. If I was like that, like, if I had, like, the foresight to, like, see that, um, I would totally say cool 1997 like my parents were buying a hyundai tiburon i'd say hey let's go to the super dealership and get a 2.5 rs for the same price right <laughs> trust me <laughs> yeah trust me i have this weird
0: intuition Keep thing. head gaskets in it and it'll be worth more it, than you spent on it yeah
1: it, it, this car will hold 100 percent of its value it'll it'd be great it, it, 1999 hey dad buy a civic si uh, 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 ryan i really want to i want i want a kia sportage no 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 trust me get this honda civic si he goes. It's only got two doors. No, tr just buy it. Get also get it in blue.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, get in blue and buy it. <laughs> I guarantee you, it'll be worth all the money it's worth.
2: Knowing Ryan, he probably did tell his parents this. Actually, honestly, and
1: yeah. I understand. actually I tried my mom
0: when she was. I told my dad to buy a one M new. He didn't. When do my it.
1: dad or no, when my mom was trying to get rid of her Fit mm-hmm. like a few years ago. Yeah. Um, when she first, like, of so like when, when me and Jan first started to dating, and she tried to ago. sell it to me yeah. for
2: $18,000. Was- I remember that. So this
1: is why mom tried to sell it for $18,000. There was a lady that was selling a Mark IV Supra with 70,000 miles, no rust, manual, non-turbo with the target top. It was black on black. And she wanted like $16,000 for it. She had no idea what she had. Yikes. And so I was like, Mom, you need to buy this car like right now. Like this is worth it. Like I do not have sixteen thousand dollars. I just bought my CRX. Like I now have a loan. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> you already ruined my finances forever. And
1: yeah, it, she's like it, she's like it's a lot of money for an old Toyota. I'm like, it is worth it. Trust me. Anyway, so but they didn't listen. They did not listen. My parents. They didn't listen. My parents. They're it's really funny. Good at
2: listening. Historically, <laughs> every single
1: time my parents have not listened to me. Runs in the family. Every single time my parents have not listened to me, they've ended up with a horrible decision. My mom bought the Fit with the automatic transmission. I told her buy a Fit with a manual. You
0: know what? Same thing with my parents.
1: Yeah. My mom, she bought the automatic. She goes, I, the, I couldn't find a manual. They so both just tried this. it once,
0: and they haven't done it again. Yeah, that's <laughs> I exactly I told my it. dad,
2: don't get rid of the Ridgeline. He did. He fell out of his truck and bought a Ridgeline.
0: Yep. yep. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I, they tell us about life lessons, and they don't. Yeah. Pay attention.
1: My parents. Well, to be fair, my parents. They're they kind of go through life kind of not pay attention to a few things. My my dad didn't know it. Oh, happened. a few things. Uh, my my dad didn't know if he had an adjustable rate mortgage or not. I Seriously, and wonder I wonder sometimes I
0: if your parents even know that there's like oxygen in the atmosphere. <laughs> they I, uh...
1: they they would they would know that. But there's there's a few things like they're they're really smart with things. Like my my mom, like she will tell you anything and everything about like the fashion industry because for forever she was uh, sure. uh she was a high fine they're savants yeah they're they're really good at a few yeah. things my, my dad can tell you anything about liquor because he's been a bartender and a manager of a liquor store for like, his entire life like they know everything about those but it's like with cars like they are just like destined to make the wrong decision like forever i've noticed i've luckily luckily been able
0: to is much better
1: and then my dad's got a Mazda three with the manual so is your mom's an auto no, they're both manual. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, the Mazda 2 is about to sell to Reese Mickelson. After Michelson.
2: the fit, she will not buy another automatic car again.
1: Good. Yeah, because she learned. I, she's like, I really want something that's faster but has the same fuel economy and hold more stuff.
0: Ta-da!
1: I'm like, have you tried the same car? The but
0: automatic with... fits are not that efficient. They
1: suck. Like, I'm like, have you tried the exact same car but with a manual transmission? <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a whole new car. The first, <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> I hadn't driven an auto Fiat 500 until after I'd driven Scott's manual for a while. I'm like, wow, this is way, way less good. Like, this car isn't worth buying with an auto. No, absolutely not. And it totally is with a manual.
1: There are some cars where an automatic transmission is, eh, okay, Mark IV Supra
0: is one of those cars. Where an automatic transmission, that's all right. No.
1: That's not the whole point of the car. The whole point of the car is not that.
0: I think you mean Toyota Cressida.
1: Toyota Cressida, you have to get only with automatic. That's a grandpa-mobile, so I get it. But like there there's some cars
0: where like Rolls it, Royce uh, Phantom or Dawn, yeah. But like we were actually looking at buying a phantom.
1: If where as opposed to the um that'd be a really cool car. We're like there's some cars where they're
0: gonna buy a phantom.
1: There's some cars where the automatic transmission utterly ruins the vehicle. Most of them. Not not just like makes it bad, makes it worse, but I mean makes it completely unacceptable. And it's the Fiat 500 is one of those. No. The Honda Fit is one of those. Yeah, the, the
0: the six speed auto is just not that well configured. It's actually a pretty good trans otherwise. Like things like the um, the Crosstrek with the CVT. Versus utterly the unacceptable. That's uh, so bad. Yep.
1: If you get the um, yeah, the Hon- the Honda Fit with a man with automatic.
0: Yeah. That's utterly like, unacceptable. That's not a great auto.
1: No, it's a terrible, terrible transmission. Like it's a fine automatic on that car, but it just. That car cannot use it. Like if that automatic transmission was put in an HRV, it's okay, but okay. like in a Fit, it's just utterly unacceptable. A Miata, if you had a Miata with an automatic, go kill yourself.
0: Yeah, then then you should even not an FRS. Have. Honestly,
1: have no. you ever seen an automatic Miata? I don't think I have.
0: Yeah, it's not nearly as common as it is in the 124, though. Ugh, the gross. 124. The take rate's like 50% auto. Yeah, yeah, that's really really sad. So, and anyway,
1: yeah. Did you um Ford?
0: Yeah, I want to talk about... Um, they made uh, a thing. Yeah, so they've been letting us down, getting rid of everything we care about, and uh, this this is congruent with that. We don't really care about this, but it's news. Um, oh, oops, there we go. The uh, the Ford Explorer just got revamped, and by revamped, I mean they actually took it off the 1998 Volvo S80 platform finally. That's shocking. Yeah, so now it actually has interior volume, which is good, and best of all, it's not front-wheel drive-based anymore. It's back-to-wheel rear drive-based. They're going to have a slew of engines, starting with 365 horsepower, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Cops are going to buy them. There's the new face you have to memorize in your rearview mirror. So it's a look at Ford Taurus, but taller. Yeah. Mm. So there's that. We don't care. There is going to be an ST version somehow, but it's not a real ST because it's auto only. Uh, nobody cares. But yeah, rear wheel drive at least. So there you go. We're going to have new differentials for parts, car, manual swap, whatever things in the future. Because you know how the 2004 Explorer 8.8 IRS rear end is like the project car rear end yeah. to put in? I'm oh, sure I that's going to that, be beefy probably, as hell on this yeah, one. So there good, you go. Well, there you go. Future parts car, rear end, and new headlights to memorize from when cops get it. Yay. And it's got one of these stupid twister shifters, and it's got a vertical-oriented oh, tablet. like a t- That tablet is disgusting. Yeah, look at the interior.
1: Do you remember what, Do you remember when yeah. they tried to make things actually flow into each other?
0: I do. Yeah. It was called the 1990s, and things had lines that yeah. met up with other things.
1: You, you, what I even like is like in the 80s, where everything was like.
0: Well, that would be perfect in the 80s because screens are rectangular, and all of the design elements in the 80s are yeah, rectangular. But the
1: thing is with the 80s, is all those rectangular things, they're still still like modular, but like they fit together. Yeah. And this one is like not modular,
0: not fit together. This is if like. If you took out that tablet, there would be a vent that goes behind it. That follows the line of the two vents adjacent to it. That literally looks like you bought a an Nexus iPad. tablet. Yeah. It's smaller than an iPad. It looks like you bought a Nexus and it you looks like my tablet. taped it to the yeah. sc- the the dash of this thing. It looks awful. It looks really terrible. That, the outside looks bad. I'm glad it's very well-drive. It's going to have a cool diff for us to buy for future swaps, but that's, screw that. Yeah, it's a terrible vehicle. Bring us back all the cars.
1: I think so. Um,. <laughs> Anyway, I think we had our bombshell in the middle
0: of the episode. Yeah, um, so so this is this is definitely not a bombshell. So we're going to take the mid episode. The, the mid uh, episode that.
1: bombshell of the uh, a little bit of elitism goes a long way. Too much elitism is like alcoholism.
0: Yes. Y- yes. And on that bombshell, uh, thank you for sticking with us throughout these technical yeah, difficulties. This I'm going to work these out because it is, trust me, harder for me to deal with than it is for you guys to deal with. But we will catch you guys on Saturday. Thanks, as always, for listening and watching.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye.